This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Is the media. Hot girl season. Hello. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Hey. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Wow. Johnny Depp has completely recovered from any kind of, you know, personal... What's the word I'm looking for? Reputation uh, issues. Yes. He he broke the internet. He did a surprise online sale of his debut art collection. He made more than $3.6 million within Whoa. hours of announcing it, according to a UK art gallery. So... Wow. Okay. Well, he did a really nice job, too. He's so good. And these are people who inspired him. uh, All sorts of icons. All right, I'm going to see if I can name them by looking at the paintings. Oh, good, great, sure. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get there with you so I can... Yeah, uh, we'll go left to right. The one that has four when he's uh, at the the gallery in the UK. Okay, behind him. Okay. Okay. I got... got, uh, We'll link this up for everybody. Al Pacino on the far left. I'm going to go far right, and I see a Bob Dylan. These two in the middle are giving me some problems. Okay, what's the problem? The two in the middle, well, I'm trying to figure out who they are. Um, the one on the left is Bert Lancaster. And then the woman in the middle is Betty Boop. Wow, oh boy. Okay, come on. The second one from the left, you've got to get that one. I can't. But, Hang on. Wait. Can you wait? Can you give me a hint? Some people say he's Scarface? The, he was inspired by him for one of his very famous movie franchises. Yes. Okay. Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Corleone. Is it a Corleone? No. It's Keith. Donna. Wait. Donna. I didn't say anything. That's Rocco's voice. It's Keith. No, but you're laughing. That's oh. Keith Richards? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's classic really? of him with the cigarette. Oh. I only know of new Keith Richards where he actually <laughs> looks like a pirate. Um, that's pretty close, right there. Is, just yeah. slap an eye patch on him, and you're done. And then Betty Boop. I was right. Okay, on that one. no, come on now. This is a right, classic, classic. Just give me a second. Female icon. Okay, Some okay. Say she has very Elizabeth eyes. Taylor. Yeah. Yes, Elizabeth Taylor. You got yes. it. I know my stars. These are good. What does he do? Really Remember cool. he was doodling all that time during the um, the trial? He should have been drawing some other stuff, like good stuff. Well, n- not even necessarily that. You know what he should do? <laughs> what? He should auction off the doodles. I bet they'd go for tons. Oh, you're right. 
His yeah, but they might say like biatch, you know, yeah, right. liar, <laughs> lots of negative stuff. But I do remember yeah. at one point he showed his lawyer what he was drawing. Mm. Mm. His soon-to-be girlfriend lawyer, that one? No, she has a boyfriend. Oh. Stop. Oh, she does? Yes. Oh, I don't know. People were thinking that there was sort of a romantic connection, no. it seemed. She's a professional. In the okay. like, people think that just because someone is like attractive... And the other person's attractive that they're necessarily going to be hooking up. Like, well, no, I think that w- weren't there a couple of shared uh, hugs or something like that that had people reading in and like some sort of uh, smokes from Johnny over at her that it was like, oh, I wonder if after this they could find love. But hey, if she's got somebody, that's wonderful. And I'm sure she wasn't thinking, you know what? This guy sounds like a good catch. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I... That's fair. And the yeah, other thing fair. is, yeah, that crosses a line that is not allowed. You're not supposed to hook up with your cl- you clients. Bravery. You're welcome. Sorry, I blew up. Anyway, that's cool. Anyway. So can we buy this stuff if we want it online? Or I think we're too late. I don't know that he has that much material. Oh, uh, well, that's that's pretty great. 3.6 million. That's a lot of money to make. Yeah, guess a, who's uh, going to come a knock in pretty sale. soon? Starts with an I and it ends with an S. Hang on. Hang on. I and an N with an S. Hang on. Ikea. I, <laughs> hang on. Um, wait a second. Rocco, do you know this answer? Uh, no. Starts with an I and ends with an S. Who's going to come knocking for Johnny Depp? There's one IRS. letter missing, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. The IRS, Donna. Thank you. Tax evasion humor. You can do it before lunch. Um, hey, Thanks. speaking of, oh, word. Last night, I was watching on the flight episode two of the Von Dutch docuseries. Mm-hmm. Have you watched any of this? Mm-mm. You would like it. You remember Von Dutch, the brand that went gangbusters in the early 2000s? Potato chips? The trucker hats with the... Oh, no. <laughs> the um, that's, that's old Dutch. Okay. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is new, Von Dutch. If you yeah, liked old is... Dutch, you love Von Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> this story's not going to go well. You're not my target. It already sucks. Uh, no, this was a very... There, there were celebrities like... Jay-Z, Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, they would be seen with like the Von Dutch jeans, the Von Dutch shirts, the trucker hats. It was all the rage. It kind of, you would put it in the same, it would be at the same fashion family reunion as Ed Hardy. Okay. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. And yeah. it's this story, it's a docuseries, and I've seen now two episodes and they're interesting because this place sounds like it was a tire fire. I mean, just like a nightmare to work there. All sorts of infighting, people buying out. You're getting cut out of the deal. This guy's brandishing a weapon now in an attempt to try and intimidate you in some way. And it's rather captivating because also it was the time in pop culture history, pre-internet, pre-social media, I should sure. say. Yep. where. It wasn't wasn't easy to get a celebrity to rep your brand, but if Jay-Z happened to wear Von Dutch in a music video or Tommy Lee had Von Dutch in on his episode of Cribs, then you get all of this immediate demand. But 
it's an interesting story, and it's all about the downfall of Von Dutch. Mm. It's on Hulu. It's a docu-series, um, and it's exciting. It's now one of the things where if I'm on a, a plane, feels like the right place to watch it. Got it. You know? It's not like, something you'd good. pick at home with Mrs. Patterson. I don't think Lou would be into it because she's like you. She doesn't know about Von Dutch, so then she wouldn't be really interested in it, you know, and then you'd have to win them over. But if you remember the brand, maybe you owned a trucker hat at one point with the Von Dutch patch on it, you'd find it pretty captivating. Two episodes in, and it has served different people in some very different ways. Thank well you. Said, Steve. Okay, won't be watching it, but thanks anyway. Thank you, Donna. I'm, but I'm sure that does appeal to people. Rocco, you don't seem like a Von Dutch really kind of guy. No. Okay, all right. Oh, all right, guys, I know. Right. I watch a vintage um, shirt back, documentary. Yeah, barf. <laughs> all right, when we come back, um, we'll get into a study. And I had a real Donna moment. No, Donna, really? I say that with respect. Donna put in a study, and then I was like, oh, I have a really good companion piece for this. <laughs> Except for the fact that I totally misunderstood what she meant. You sure did, Steve. We'll tell you it anyway. Uh, we'll break it all down when we come back. Donna, Steve, my talk. We're back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. I'm here. Steve's over there in New York. And then we got DJ Rock Lobster helping us out. Thank you. And I have a study. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Alrighty, this ought to be good. So, do you think... Do you think the world would be a better place if we were brutally honest all the time? Absolutely not. Could not agree with you more. Not even close. Much, much worse. Well, I have this poll that was done, and it has to do with how the average person bites their tongue four times a day. Would you like to say anything now? No, I will wait. (laughs) Although I do think this is good. I have something embarrassing to admit in a moment, but I do think that it's good because, you know, sometimes you have friends who almost pride themselves in like, sorry, but I am brutally honest. There is a difference between being honest. a direct communicator mm. and brutally honest. Brutally honest, so what do you want me to do? What's your what's your filter now? Anything that pops into my head, any passing thought, is that brutally honest? So I think being a direct communicator is wonderful. I think being brutally honest is hazardous. Well, the word brutal implies mean right yes so i think it's always good just to maybe take a step back as the kids say take a beat nice think before you execute verbally yeah i remember there is a uh if i may quote the good book here somewhere in the book of ephesians as i recall there was a verse i remember i read years ago and it said it was talking about um like how you should talk to your i think i don't know if it would maybe then no maybe i applied it to spouses it had to do with sharing things that were helpful communicating in a way that is helpful and thoughtful of the other person and courteous and all of that and i thought boy there goes 
like the the notion of you know what I just it was on my mind and I just have to say it and instead it was like encouraging a filter of like think before you speak yeah what would be helpful in this moment as opposed to what would just allow you brutally honest person to get something off of your chest right right so don't just think about you think about them so the the poll found that most people do think the world would be a better place if you're brutally honest 57% of people think it would be better if everyone just told people what they were thinking and didn't hold back but 83% of us bite our tongue a lot and we avoid saying stuff that might offend people. Now, on average, we hold back four times a day. That includes big stuff, but also little things like not like, okay, wanting to tell someone to chew with their mouth shut or saying, mm. no, I don't want to see more pictures of your cats. Mm. See, I, see, I feel like that would be helpful. I feel like that's that's mean and makes the world not as nice of a place. Yeah, but you could do it in a fun way. Like, you and I do that all the time. Sure, yeah. Uh, strangers, but, that would be weird. Like, hey, yeah, can you, you shut can your mouth you when you're equity of When you have the equity of relationship. Sure. Then you can say, oh, yeah, great, another picture of your kid. Wonderful. <laughs> but if it's Susie and you bump into Susie down the hall and she's like, oh, my gosh, I have to show you this. I don't think it's a helpful moment for you to say what is happening inside of your head invariably, Donna, which is, really, how about you didn't? Yeah, like, wow. You didn't show me that. Well, you got quite the cold sore there. (laughs) I don't know. So, anyway. Be direct. That's what we need to say, Donna. That's uh, On behalf of the Donna and Steve show, we believe in clear and direct communication. That's how we would frame that as opposed to being brutally honest. Okay. Yes. 77% of us think we're good at hiding the fact that we're not being totally honest. 56% of people claim they want to be brutally honest with them and not hold back. And finally, 73% think being brutally honest is sometimes necessary. Now I have an embarrassing thing to say. Donna wrote, In our prep materials, average person bites their tongue this often per day. So then I thought, I have a great companion piece for this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I wrote in, I have something to go with this. If you have any sort of a mouth sore, here's the ointment that you should use. (laughs) Can I I just... (laughs) So later. Can I... Go ahead. Just point out that that is the exact reason I put bite your tongue in quotes. Did you notice that? I have recently... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Bit my tongue. 
I've bit my tongue so hard in the past that I've had a sore on my tongue. And I've also been recently biting my lips, so maybe it was all tied together for me. I thought she was talking about we bit our tongues and got, like, canker sores. With that, I'm going to continue with my tip. That's fair. Which is, if you do have a mouth sore of any sort caused by braces, caused Mm, by accidentally biting the inside of your lip or any other reason that a canker sore arrives... I cannot stress this highly enough. The most premier solution for you is Kanka, spelled K-A-N-K-A. Kanka comes with an applicator brush. You don't have to dip it into anything. Imagine you just twist the bottom of this pen. It's shaped like a pen. And instead of where the ballpoint pen would be, there's a little brush. And then click, 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 click. Yeah, the okay. numbing stuff comes up into the brush. And then you can reach really hard spots. And you don't have to put it on your finger, Donna. Because once you put it on with your finger, it starts to slide around. And it doesn't hit the spot that you want it to. This targets where the sore is. And is the best numbing agent for my money okay. that you can get over the counter. Your thoughts? I will try it. Thank you. What's your problem, Rocco? You've never had a mouth sore of any sort? You know, I used to get the canker sores a lot. Then I remember how I told you I lived on microwave bacon and Coke in high school? <laughs> yes. Coca Cola. I used yes. to drink a lot. Oh, that's thank you. I used to drink a lot of the sodas and get a lot of the canker sores, and now I don't as much. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. All right, I think well. it's Elizabeth Reese says one of her sisters gets canker sores and says, if I even look at a pineapple. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, ouch. Yikes. How about like drinking something citrusy after discovering your sore? Yes. My son asked me if I created Yas Queen yesterday. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. Tell him yes. No, I told him no. I said, but we did create the put me down for a Yas Queen. That's a... That's fair. Original. Thank you guys for listening. Hey, uh, thanks for back. having us. Oh, we got to come back? Yeah, it's Money Monday, Donna. Okay. This is the part of the show that everybody's been waiting for. Mm. Book readers, a decision that could impact you. Tell you about it next. Hey, what's up, friends? It's Steve for Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. You know I just love that place. One of my favorite spots to, uh, to see a show. It's great. Footloose is on the main stage for them right now. All sorts of fun. If you haven't seen it yet, audiences are loving it. Critics are loving it. So much so that they extended the run. It's going to be on stage uh, all the way through uh, the first week of February. But hey, get your tickets now. Check that box. Get some to end the summer with a bang. Go see Footloose. You can also fill up your summer with all sorts of music. If you don't know, it's uh, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, plural. And that's because they have multiple stages with all sorts of entertainment. Rotating tribute acts that come through there weekend after weekend. You can fill up every weekend, truly, with music. Uh, they have wonderful tribute acts. So you're, it's tunes that you have heard and that you sing along with, which is great. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret does improv comedy Fridays, Saturday nights. Tickets only 28 bucks. All of those tickets, by the way, can be purchased at ChanhassenDT.com. And we're back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And on Mondays, what do we do, you ask? Go ahead, ask. What do we do on Mondays at 1130? Oh, that's a great question, Steve. I can't remember. 
isn't it the segment that people love and freaking lose their minds over? Do you need you me to remember for, for you? I need you to remember for Ooh, me. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Found it. As you guys know, I won one of uh, the the awards. Okay, I'll do it again. As you guys know, I won the MVB award recently. Most vulnerable broadcaster. Ah, that's good. That's funny. <laughs> and that's because I'm going to read to you my balance of cryptocurrencies. As I start every Money Monday, I put in $1,000, chopped it up into nine different cryptocurrencies, inclu- including SushiSwap. Shiba Inu, Stellar Lumens, Cardano, Solana, Dogecoin, Bitcoin Cash, Crypto.com Coin, and something called Wrapped Luna. That $1,000 has shrunk, as economists would say, to $808. That's not too bad. It's better no, than, better no, than you did on the lottery. You the lottery started with $20 and ended up with $0.80. Cents. Hey, what, yeah. what's... So are you going to keep that $2, by the way, that you... Um, I was thinking about... Why don't you buy a ticket? I was uh, Yeah, it is $4, Donna. $0.80 each for the five of us. Oh, great. Uh, I'll pro- I was maybe going to go buy two more tickets. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah. yeah, like what's Powerball at? You know, Let's can we get in on Powerball now? Somebody won a, a single ticket was sold to a $1.34 billion winner. Somebody, guys, we cannot stress this enough. Someone on Friday went to bed with $1.3 million. I'm fine. (laughs) See, MVB, most vulnerable broadcaster. Most pros would have shut their mic off there, but I just let you guys hear it because I want to be relatable. Somebody went to bed, Donna, with an extra $1.3 billion. Imagine if I said to you, Donna Valentine, hey, your retirement accounts are looking good. Good news. They just quadrupled overnight. Quadrupled. You'd have trouble going to bed. If your account, whatever it is... Or you'd sleep like a baby. I think you might be too excited. One way or the other. Yeah, I'd start making it a list. Be, I'd be like, okay, i got to get a hold of a financial advisor. i got to talk to my tax guy. Oh my gosh, I've got to change my off. number. i got to... Yes. I've got to move to a different country. Yeah. So that, imagine that. Everybody, whatever your re- retirement is, imagine if it quadrupled overnight. Now... Think of what it would be like if your financial advisor called and said, hey, good news, it's been performing well. Your current balance is $1.34 billion. Yeah, I'd be bye-bye on the plane plane. Oh, you go bye-bye? Where do you go, you think? if you Everywhere. Win? Oh, you know, with Money Monday, and you think about having a windfall like that, I get anxious when I think about the fact that these lottery tickets are, in fact, paper tickets. Because if you won, wouldn't you then become so scared of what if something happens to this ticket, a fire? Or what if you're driving to the lottery headquarters to sign over and to make it all official? Mm -hmm. Donna, what if you get into a car accident Mm -hmm. on the way there? What if your car sets on fire and up in smoke goes one point three four billion dollars? This is possible. Or it flies out the window when you're oh, just trying to flick your ash out the window. Whoa. I don't know. 
Just trying to figure out. Because you definitely took up smoking once you win the lottery. (laughs) Like, stressed out. That's it, man. Um, Yeah, I, I, that is stressful. You got to take a picture of them. You got to have proof. Got to have proof, but I don't know. Is a picture proof? I don't know. You need proof if Rocco's the person going to buy the lottery tickets (laughs) and sending us all the numbers. I did. But anyway, you have a friend who won what now? I have a friend who won on a scratcher $250,000. Does that friend live here now? No. No, goodness no. Okay. I wish. This friend scratched it off. He did a $20 scratcher, and his wife was like, why? Why would you do this? And then he went into the crapper and came out 250 grand richer and was like, that's why we play. (laughs) And she said, did you wash your hands? And he was like, I'll be right back. Yeah, I have a relative who I think won ten grand on a scratcher. That's great. That's incredible. Kind of buried the lead though, because this person just mentioned it to me very nonchalantly a couple of years after the fact. Oh, and really? I'm like, is this a real story? And she said, "Yes, it is." And I said, "Wow, I never heard that one." You know why she waited a while? Of course I do. She identified you as a bloodsucker. Yeah, because she owes me money. Donna. What? Don't make it about that. <laughs> Let's get her on the horn. Did she, did she ever pay up on that? No. Honestly, Sue, if you're listening, <laughs> what's your... Why? Okay, whatever. Moving Don't on. Don't worry about it. All um right. I want to read to you now from the Morning Brew newsletter, the newsletter about tech and business and all that that I shamelessly promote week after week. Nobody they knows why. A, uh, book publishing trial that is happening this week that could maybe kind of impact the book reader. And Stephen King is getting involved. They say a trial is going to begin today over the proposed $2.2 billion merger of Penguin Random House and Simon & Schuster. The Department of Justice has sued (laughs) to block it on antitrust grounds arguing that the deal would not only raise book prices for consumers, it would also disadvantage authors by reducing their bargaining power for advances of more than $250,000. Even Stephen King will leave his writing dungeon to testify as a witness on behalf of the government. Wow. Now, big picture. The publishing world is more exclusive than... They say your roommate's book club. Five publishers account for 90% of the market for anticipated top-selling books. And a combined Penguin Random House, Simon & Schuster, would reduce that number to four, with the new company being the clear leader. Among its roster of celebrity authors, Penguin Random House has the Obamas, Bill Clinton, and John Grisham. Simon & Schuster, meanwhile, has Hillary Clinton, journalist Bob Woodward, and prolific biographer Walter Isaacson. Combined, those two publishers made up 49% of the top 100 best-selling print books last year. Now, the other side of all this, the publishers want you to think of all of the synergies that would be unleashed when you combine Simon & Schuster's powerhouse authors, powerhouse authors with Penguin Random House's expertise in getting books on shelves. So they reject the government's accusations that their merger would reduce competition. And they argue that the book publishing world is far more vast than just the quote-unquote big five. 
pointing to Amazon and Disney as influential publishers in their own right. Here's why the Morning Brew newsletter says that this matters. On the surface, a $2.2 billion merger in the obscure world of book publishing might not seem like it would draw the attention of the government's antitrust acts, but President Biden has made fighting corporate consolidation a major focus of his economic policy and the contention that mergers could harm workers and not just consumers represents a new front in this crusade. TLDR, the government saying if Penguin Random House and Simon & Schuster, if they get together, book prices are going to go up and authors won't have bargaining power when they try to sign a deal. Well, guess what? There's a paper shortage. So books aren't being published right now. At least not Britney Spears. Well, guys... That got even a little sadder than I anticipated it getting. Didn't know about the paper shortage. That's because you weren't here at 10 a.m. You know... Now I feel kind of guilty. I'm printing a lot of paper. Donna, you alone, yeah. I mean, listen, the amount of paper that you print every day does not... I'll save it. Your organic little composting pile that you have in the corner of your yard is not offsetting the destruction to our earth that you cause every... Morning, and I say that respectfully, mm. though judgingly. I know. Okay, tree guy. Thank you. I, oh, oh, wait, guys, <laughs> oh, I have to no, tell you something. No. I have to tell you something. Why'd she no, do listen. it? No, listen. Trees. No. Oh, I forgot about this. Oh, my gosh. No, listen. So the producer comes up to me, and I just shot an interview segment that will air next week. Um. But the producer came up and he said, hey, so we have a few extra minutes. Um, what are some other things that the host could ask you about? And I said, oh, you know, I got stuck behind this garbage truck this morning. So I re, you know, told the story of getting stuck behind a garbage truck here in the Upper West Side. Then I go into two kids in cast, you know, how's summer going for the kids? And I said, hey, Jim, the producer, I said, I do have a new hobby if we have time. And he said, okay, what's that? And I said, well, I've been planting trees recently. Oh, God. Now, we did not have I should have warned him. Yeah. Tree- no, 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 no. We did not have time for Tree Talk today. But Jim joked to me and said, we'll try to get Tree Talk in tomorrow. So there is a chance. There is a chance. Please, please, please. I'm going to put it as my number one talking point tomorrow if asked. There's a chance that Tree Talk goes national tomorrow. Donna, your thoughts. I think you need to provide Jim with that Instagram video. Or that video that your sister Janie sent to me. I think if you really want to make an impact and have it be interesting, you have to say now, (laughs) some people may not find this interesting. Like my neighbor. Correct. In in this video. (laughs) Enter exhibit A. If Tree Talk made it to the big grand stage, Donna. Uh, Sure. Yeah, that'd be impressive. And also right, worrisome. And it, we would hear Tree Talk right before Ryan Seacrest says, you can listen to more of Steve on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Wouldn't you like to be attached to Tree Talk as our lead-in to promoting the radio show? Mm-mm-mm. Short answer, no. Okay. And final answer, no. <laughs> Thank you. We got to go. Oh, you should have heard me backstage. Oh, boy, too. if only like, we had the time. I was like, he said, well, would you have, like, different types of trees? I said, Jim, thank you for asking. Of course I do. Uh, Hybrid poplars and ostrich willows. And I was not reading the room, was I? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think you were. 
really we'll take a break. Did you say your kids your kids are both in casts? Yeah, I have two kids in hard casts right now. They go with that. I'm way interested in that. When we come back, Fine. where humans can go to eat cat food. Yes. Not- Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and. What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Next, I'm done. <laughs> oh, I'm God, done. that's Steve. better. Bye now. Final stretch. Of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! All right, do you want me to start with Fancy Feast? Yeah, I think that's where we need to start. Okay. It's Capitio Festival Week, too. It is, which is why I thought to bring the story up. So, okay. The brand Fancy Feast is opening a pop-up restaurant in New York next week where all the food is based on their cat food flavors, but it's for humans. It's called Gatto Bianco, which means white cat in Italian. Uh, They've got a Michelin star chef to come up with dishes for humans based on these Fancy Feast recipes. But... Only 16 people would get to eat there over two days, okay? So, obviously, it's a gimmick, right? And the food doesn't look like cat food. The main courses include salmon with saffron risotto, baked sea bass with capers and olives. I want that now. They've got braised Um, beef with spinach and polenta. Oh. Do they... Is Fancy Feast the commercial... Where the cats would drink out or eat out of the champagne glasses? Pretty much, yep. It's usually a white, fluffy, Persian-looking yes. cat. Oh, yes, queen. Um, Their desserts sound good, too. Lemon that's how they should panna cotta, espresso ice cream, chocolate-covered almond cake. You got to go to no, opentable.com if you want to snag a table. Yeah. I don't think cats really drink milk, even though we see that in... I don't... Whenever I see someone giving their cat milk, I get like... mm, Is it bad for them? Stressed. I don't think it's good for them. But I guess cats eat cheese, so I don't know. Do cats like snacks? Like, are you like, hey, here's a snack? Yeah. Like, would they eat a snossage? Yeah, they have cat snossages. (laughs) Do they really? They don't have cat snossages, but they have, you know, cat treats. You think they'd eat a sausage? I think maybe. I had a cat that never ate people food ever. They look like they're above it. Or dog food. Yeah, they look like they'd be like, Pfft. You can keep that. Yeah. And most cats, I guess, are lactose intolerant, so giving them cow's milk can cause health issues. Hmm. 
Mm. But they mm. seem to like it. Maybe because it's fatty. Cats. I do like cats, but I'd only like my own cat because you—they're not trustworthy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Your own cat is trustworthy when you know their personalities. But I wouldn't just walk up to a random cat in someone's house and go up to it and pick it up. I tried that once. There was this cat at. Ken and Jane's house. These were friends of my parents growing up, just like lifelong friends. It was always exciting if we went to Ken and Jane's or if Ken and Jane came over to our house. And they had a cat named Branigan. (laughs) And Branigan would often be down in the basement where the pool table was, where the Nintendo was with Rocco. You remember the the speed pad? You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yes. And you could play at the Olympics game and you're running against Cheetah. Well, all of that was a really fun place to be. Except Branigan, who would yeah, Branigan like a didn't really want you there. evil sort of a hiss that just scared the tar out of you. And I tell you, cats with their sharp teeth—they have very sharp teeth, do they not? Yeah, and they'll use them. And uh, they're also very territorial. Yeah. So they don't want you all up in their stuff. I had a cat that would like slap my friend Nancy in the head. He had no claws, but he would just bam, bam, smack her. And she's like, I don't get it. I like cats. Why is he being mean? Like, I don't know. It probably has to do with your cat. He'd pee on people's like stuff. Really? So if you came into my house with a gym bag, I'd be like, hey, make sure you don't put that on the floor anywhere. It's got to be up on a dresser or locked in a bathroom. He'll pee on it. Wow. Yeah, they're just very like, don't bother me. This is my place. You know, every now and again, there will be a news story, too, a good news story of a man had cardiac arrest in his house and his dog called 911 or started yep. applying chest compressions or <laughs> right. stayed by his side. You don't hear those with cats. You do. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. They usually, like, Am will slap you. Noise? They'll, like, you know, they'll try to wake you up. I think there were situations where people had um, diabetes, maybe, and the cat was like, just, you know, in tune. Why are you hating on cats, man? We've got Cat Video Festival coming up on Thursday. I'm just saying. I just have questions about cats. I just still don't feel great about cats. I I'm love sorry. them. They're very I'm allergic funny. to cats as well. Okay, there you I'm go. allergic. They're very, very funny that, like, animals. Very funny. I disagree. Spoken like the, someone listen, who's never had a cat. No, well, no, the video not real going Thursday night, right? Yeah, exactly. Listen, Coincidence? He's going to get booed off the stage if he shows up. No, no, no. The video reel is great. The video reel is like a cat compilation video. Cat videos are just funny. Cats in general, it's funnier to live with a dog because they feel like they're so full of dopey personality. Whereas a cat feels like they're smarter than you. That's not fun. You know what is great about cats? They're funny first, and then you can go away for a weekend. They're pretty self-sufficient. Just leave them enough food. They self-regulate. Leave them enough water, litter box, and you're good to go. You come home, they're fine. They're like, hey, what's up? And then they go, peace out. Wow, the lines are lighting up. Do you see what you've done? Oh, no. Rocco, let's just Gutentag a couple. Let's take a couple. They're going to get mad at me. All right. Okay. Hi, Gutentag. Uh, Hi there, Gutentag. You're on the Don and Steve show. Who did you just irritate? Tell my radio friends about my favorite cat cartoon. Yes. Yes, please. 
So, yeah, I think it was rhymes with orange or something. And a guy, the dog and the cat are on the couch looking out the window, and their owner is hanging from a tree branch, and the ladder is kicked out from underneath him, and he's in, <laughs> he's in serious peril. And the dog is thinking, oh, no, he needs my help. And the cat is thinking, oh, no, I never learned how to use the can opener. <laughs> they're yes, a little more me focused it. yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> thank you for calling thank that's funny oh they're just so funny like they test you you know yeah oh you're right i can't wait for thursday you're fired donna no all right when are you coming uh, back i'll be back i fly back tomorrow uh at 3 p.m so right after we wrap the show tomorrow, I'll uh, hop into a car and jet to the airport and then should be back in time for a national night out. Oh, are you going to go? Well, I want to stop at yours because I know you guys are doing that organic st- uh, presentation. We have a really Sorry. good national night out. Everybody comes with drinks, you know, their little red solo yeah. cups, their wine to go, their beer. And then we have hot dogs. Yeah, we're excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So where is yours? Be, uh, is it like right outside the, the door? Like yeah, your... more or less. Oh, really? Yeah, it's right so there. So you don't have to street. walk yeah. four blocks to get to yours? Oh, oh, oh what do you oh. think? It just comes to everyone's house? It's just always been pretty much right where we live. I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. You don't Listen. even know if you have one. You're not I a good community member. Am... <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> I'm going to go paddleboard on the Hudson River. Wish me luck. Good luck, buddy. Thanks. Hope you don't get any weird amoeba crawling into your brain if you fall in the water. Why would you? Bye. See you later. Sober's next.